Welcome to Axios Church Online. We're so excited you had joined us here on our online campus. We hope this message encouraged you and uplift you throughout your week. Enjoy this message. A thousand and fifty meals, Eric. I mean, you can shout. I mean, you guys are a little quiet today. A thousand meals. I just want to echo what Pastor Ryan and Pastor Jess said. Um, I mean, our church has given 1,050 meals to our community this year. And I'm just blown away of your faithfulness, of you guys showing up on Wednesdays to come and serve. Um, Last week, uh, this past week on Wednesday, we we gave 172 meals out to our community, Thanksgiving meals. I mean, we had turkey. I didn't even know what we had. We had turkey. We had mashed potatoes. We had corn. I mean, we had it all, all right? We had it all. So, I mean, we had an amazing time. We also had, uh, the great thing also is we had a a section next to our our giving area where we were giving all the meals of people that came up for prayer. I mean, we were praying with them, you know, uplifting them in this holiday season. And um, I'm just blown away of the faithfulness of God and your faithfulness as we move forward. A thousand and fifty meals. Along with that, with those a thousand fifty meals, we fed a, a faculty of schools when, when school started as well. So, man, your, your church is doing some great things in the community. Come on, let's get up for Jesus in this place. We have blinked and we are in December. I know we're still in November, but let's just, let's be honest. We're in December, okay? We're in December. Our minds are to the holiday season. Now we're past Thanksgiving. I hope everybody had an amazing Thanksgiving with your family and friends. You eat a lot of food, a lot of turkey. We pray that the calories are gone in Jesus' name. Can I get an amen on that? We are casting down those demons of calories, all right, in Jesus' name. We, uh, we just had an amazing time. Um, I played golf on, on Thursday morning, and I don't know what was wrong with us, Ryan. We were playing some good golf, right? Can I get an amen on that? Whatever. Me and Ryan say amen on that. But it was just an amazing time with family and friends. And uh, like I said, hope you had an enjoyable time in that season. But we are transitioning into the Christmas season. And here at the Christmas, in Christmas season here at Axios, we do a, a lot of great things. We got Christmas at Axios coming. We have a full Christmas presentation on that day. We give, uh, give away gifts as well. And then we do this thing starting next week called Christmas at the Movies. We're going to have popcorn here. We're going to be showing some movie clips. We're going to have some amazing times. We have our famous Gingy's going to show up. Our gingerbread is going to be here. We're just going to have an amazing time. It's the most wonderful time of the year. This is a time where we can just have fun and relax getting ready for the new, the new year. And as we are transitioning into the new year, we're going to be ending our series Control-Alt-Delete today. As we are thinking of the new year, we all, our minds are coming and transitioning into these new year resolutions, these goals that we all are wanting to obtain in 2024 as we move forward. I know some of us want to lose weight. Some wants to save more. Some of us want to buy that house. Some of us want to buy that car. We have goals and ambitions that are in front of us. But in reality, there's been times and there's been things in 2023 that we need to control, to alt, 
and to delete in our lives. Because if we take an old mindset, an old way of doing things into a new thing, it's not going to work. That is called chaos. That is called chaos. And we're trying to here at Axios Church to not let January 1st be the, the, the start of our new thinking. It can start right now. There's some areas that we need to control. I know one of the things we talked about, if you haven't catched our message series, you can do it in, on YouTube. It's um, controlling our tongue, the way we talk, not only to others, but to ourselves. Control, altering. We need to alter some things in our lives. And today we're going to do the last thing, which is called delete some things in our lives. I, I don't know about you. I, I, as we said in week one, I grew up in the best generation there was. Uh, we, we knew the internet and we didn't know the internet. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> we knew the cell phone and we knew life without the cell phone. Somebody said that the other day. You forgot one thing. I was like, what did I forget? Does everybody remember the beeper? Woo! Can I get an amen on the beeper? Like when you had that big thing on your side, it's like beep, 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 beep. And then you go to a pay phone. Can I get a pay phone on there? You had to carry 25 cents around all over the place to do a pay phone. We, I, I lived in this generation where, you know, technology was transitioning and other things were transitioning out. And, and it's, it, we used to have computer classes. I mean, literally, literally computer classes where you used to sit down. They used to teach you how to do computer stuff like that. We used to be um, coding before coding. You know what I'm talking about? Can I get all my MySpace people? Huh? Amen on that. All right. So we're, we're learning how to put our fingers on where to put this and do this and everything. It was computer class. And one of the things they taught us was Control-Alt-Delete, was to, to, make a, to reboot the system, to reboot something that you were either getting the circle of death or it was to reboot what was not working. And we are here transitioning into 20, from 2023 to 2024, and we're called to reboot some things in our life. There's some things that we probably let in that has penetrated and that has, uh, has affected our soul that we need to reboot and change in 2024. And today we're going to be talking about deleting, deleting. There's some things that we all should delete. I have a simple message for you today. It's not going to take long. And I, I just have a simple message and it's this. What do you need to delete in your life? What do you need to delete in your life? It's a simple message, but discipline is needed. Sacrifice is warranted, and it's going to be difficult at times. There are multiple areas that we can look at in our lives that needs to hit the delete button. Right now, we can talk about, oh, and there's some friends I need to delete. Delete. Or in other ways, you know, our culture is called canceled. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Need to be canceled. What are some areas that you have in 2023 that you should not take in 2024 that are toxic, that are unhealthy, and that is holding you back in life. If we're honest with ourselves, what are these areas that we need to hit the delete button on? But if we're honest with ourselves, it's easy to deal with surface level things and not deal with the root issue of what we're dealing with. We can probably blame it on a friend and hit the delete button on them. But what is the root issue that you can't handle that relationship? We, we, we probably can hit the delete button on, on a job, but is the root issue you can't handle authority? 
you see, we can deal with root with the with the surface level stuff. But in reality, you're going to deal with surface level stuff and delete, delete, delete. But if you don't delete the real thing that is happening on the inside, not only is your surface level going to be masked, but your inner soul is going to be destroyed because you're not dealing with the root. So in this message series, this last message, I don't want us to deal with surface level. I can come and say, you know that friendship that is holding you back? Delete, delete, delete. No, 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 no. What about you? Because most of the time, we go from friend to friend, job to job, church to church, but the same thing follows us. And why? It's because maybe it's you. Maybe we haven't dealt with some issues. Maybe we haven't dealt with some pain. Maybe we haven't dealt with some hurts on the inside, and we're carrying it in our lives, and we carry it from 2020, 21, 2022, 2023, and we're wondering why our life is the same. Maybe you're not taking a self-inventory of what really is happening. Are you ready to have group biblical counseling session this morning? (laughs) Because the reality is, if we take the same stuff that we're dealing with on the inside into something what God wants to do new, it's never going to work. And you're going to live a life like a hamster going in circles. But the reality is you have to come to a place in your life where you don't want to deal with it anymore. You have to be honest, transparent with yourself and saying, I have an issue. But the problem is we don't want to say we have an issue because we're scared of what we have to deal with or what we have to give up. But here, 2024 is going to be a year that is God has so many great things for you, but do not hold hap- now captive your blessing by holding back from things, by holding things that God has called you to release, to delete in your life. Because we are all seeking the good version of us, but the good version of us is on the other side of stuff we are wanting and willing to delete in our lives. There's some things I want to talk about, two things that I want to talk, that we all deal with, that I feel like we need to delete real quick. And I mean, when I mean real quick, I mean today, in Jesus' name. Because if not, it's going to continue to keep us on that hamster wheel, and we need to delete today. Number one is this. We need to delete the sounds. Delete the sounds. Noise-canceling headphones. Who loves noise-canceling headphones? Remember that invention, huh? Remember whenever we used to put headphones and there weren't noise-canceling, everybody could hear what you're listening to? It's like, what the heck is going on over here? I thought you were a Christian and you're listening to Tupac and everything. I'm just kidding, but but we were were jamming out, though. You know what I'm talking about? We were jamming out. But noise-canceling headphones, what does it do? It cancels the noise from the outside. This is kind of weird because I really, it's like echoey right now. It cancels the the noise from the outside so you can focus on the things that are going in. And, and God is calling us to put some noise-canceling spiritual headphones in our lives on because there's so many things that are trying to penetrate something while God's voice is trying to speak on the inside. And you can't hear God's voice because there's so many other sounds coming in. It's time for us to identify the sounds and delete the sounds that are hindering our ability to hear God's voice. 
Because the only way we can move forward into chaos that is going to come, the only way we can go through this financial situation, the only way that you're going to go through that, that, that doctor report that they're going to give you in 2024 is by hearing God's voice, is being attentive to what he is saying in your life. It's, it's a, the, the human voice is a powerful, a powerful thing to inspire, to create feelings, to unite individuals in all backgrounds. It's the power to mold and to affect your behavior. When somebody, when you're having a good day, but then somebody comes at you, you it changes real quick, right? Because sound can come into our ears and change every emotion there is. You can be as tough, as, as, as hard as possible. But when that one thing, that, that, that one song comes in, we, we, we were having a bonfire the other day. My sister was dealing with some, some relationship, old relationship issue. I don't know what she was dealing with. But she came in, she came in uh, there was a song that she heard when she was younger, when she was dealing with some uh, 19-year-old relationship issues, you know, the one. And she's like, I don't want to hear that anymore. Why? Because sound penetrates the heart. You can listen to a song from years ago, and you can know exactly the time, place, and moment that you were, you were in, that, in, that, in that space in that moment. It's crazy. I remember I used to listen. Don't judge me. You all were a ratchet, too, in one of the days, all right? I used to listen to Usher. Got to let it burn, you know? When that song comes on, there's some emotions that start coming in my life. You know? I remember in my little 1993 Nissan Sentra. I remember I had a little, I didn't have speakers because I was broke, bro. I had one woofer in the back, and I was, got a little bird. I remember. I remember those moments. I remember our, our, when we were, our, our wedding day. I remember all these moments that because sound has memory. So some of us are listening to sounds from memories of the past that are still haunting us in the future now. What are some sounds that we need to delete? Number one is we need to delete the sound of others. The sound of others. We have to be honest on why others' opinions affect us the way we do, the way they do. Why do others' opinions affect us the way we do? We're not we're not again, we're not talking surface level here. We're talking deep. We're going deep today. Is the opinion of others affecting you because you're seeking their approval? Is the, uh, 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 are you seeking their acceptance? Are you looking to be seen? Are you looking for others' affection? Why do words affect us that other people say over our lives? I'm not saying anything is our bad. I'm just saying let's just be honest with ourselves. Because if we're not honest, we're not willing to change. You can't change what you're willing to hide. And God spoke to me this week, and I'm like, God, why, why are we talking? You know, he's like, I need my people to start hearing the sounds of grace and mercy and not others' opinions. 
We need to start identifying with the right sounds and delete the wrong sounds because it is holding you back from the promises of God. God wants to bless you and God wants to pour his grace on you, but you're always, your attention always goes to the voices that God doesn't want in your life. You got to delete those sounds. You can live in a gel cell of other people's opinion if you do, if you let it. Galatians chapter one, verse 10 says it like this, for I am now seeking, for, for, am, for am I now seeking the approval of man or of God? Or am I, or I'm trying to please man? If I were still trying to please man, I would not be a servant of Christ. Proverbs chapter 18, verse 2 says, A fool takes no pleasure in understanding, but only expresses his own opinion. In the last one, John chapter 10, 12, verse 43, For they love the glory that comes from men other than the glory that comes from God. See, there's been season in my life where I will listen to other people's opinion more than listening to God's voice and his word. And in those seasons of my life, I look back and that becomes my testimony. I'm like, why did I do that? It's because in that season, my heart was drawn to other things when it was supposed to be drawn to Christ. And it's hard to maneuver this thing because here's the reality, guys. We are human. We are human. There's going to be times where opinions just, just, just form who we are. And then we wake up one day and we're like, who are we? We are the thing that other people have said. Let, let me speak candid to you. I want to apologize for that, that thing that somebody has spoke over your life that you're still holding on to. Because it's real. That, 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 that curse that somebody has said over your life. That, that, that bad thing that you were never going to be worth anything. That, 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 that thing that even a family member has spoke over your life that you hold on to right now and is now your identity. I'm here to say I'm sorry, but there's going to come a time where we have to put the identity of Christ and not the identity of opinions in our lives. There's gonna, there has to come a time where you have to seek true healing. Because true healing comes with true freedom. The true healing is going to take time. The true healing is going to take work. But the work is worth it because there's going to be a life that is full of freedom, full of the word of God in your life, the word of the, the right opinions in your life, the right sounds in your life. It is worth it. When you are secure in the Lord and his identity for your life, secure, insecurity and opinion has no place that's why it says in the word of God that I must decrease and he must increase. I must decrease. That means my feelings, my emotions, the opinions, it must decrease and I must put more of Christ. Why? He's not doing that for you to be like supreme over your life, which he is. But he's saying, hey, when you increase me in your life, whatever chaos comes, you can, you can go through it because you're knowing the truth and not living the lie. I must decrease. He must increase. What's another thing that we need to delete in our lives? How about the sound of the past? I don't know about you, but my past doesn't come and like whisper to me. My past starts screaming at me. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Can you believe you did that? Can you believe you are a part of that? 
Can you believe you said that to that person? Can we be honest? Can our, our past screams at us at times and tries to diminish what God is doing in the now and in the future. And if we do not cancel, do we do not delete the, our past? Here's the, re, here's the reality. When you come to Christ, your past is redeemed. Somebody got a shout about that. Because some of you, you are way different than you used to be. And by the grace of God, God has got you this far. And God has got you out of that situation. And you were a different person. Now, can we have people that are so grateful for the mercy and the grace and the salvation that God has given us? But do not live where God has redeemed. We only look back to see the story of his redeeming power of the future. But you can't move forward if you're listening to the sound of what you used to be. You need to put on a new set of headphones and say, I used to be, but now I'm called to be. I used to be. And some of you are embarrassed about that. But guess what? And it got you to the place you are now. Now learn the lesson. Now not, not go back to it. Learn the lesson. And take the identity of I am a child of God now. I am not my past. I am not my, even though my past is screaming at me. I know a few. I know a promise keeper who's screaming about my future. You are redeemed. You are loved. You are saved. You are more than a conqueror. I have given you more. He is your yes. It's screaming, but your future is screaming as well. And we have to listen to the right voice. Isaiah chapter 43, verse 18 and 19 says this, remember not the former things, nor consider the things of old. Behold, I am doing a what? New thing now spring forth. Do you not perceive it? I will make a way in the wilderness and a river in the desert. Uh, 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17, therefore, if anybody is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old is passed away. Behold, the new has come. Why can we have the ability to not listen to the past? We had that ability because what he did on the cross. The cross has the final word. The cross has the final say over your life. Because what he did, I don't have to go back to what I've done. Because I am redeemed by what his sacrifice is. Now I can have a true identity, a different identity for my life. I'm a child of God, your, your past might scream, but your future is screaming louder, and that's the promise that God has for you. What's another thing we need to delete? We need to delete, even though it's a good thing that God is doing a new thing in our lives, some of us has to delete the, the sound of the future as well because it's bringing anxiety to our life. Sometimes we're so focused on what is to come, what's the next step? that we can't even be effective in what God has for us now. We're so worried about the past, you can't do nothing about that. We're so worried about the future, you can't do nothing about that. And we're just doing nothing in the, in the present. You have to know he's redeemed the past, but he also has promised the future. That means that I can be effective in the now. Some of us are being held by our past, but also some of us are being in, full of anxiety and fear of what is to come. And that is not healthy as, as well. 
We have to be present in the Lord. We have to be present in what he's doing now. Because maybe we're so focused with anxiety of the future, we can't even see the blessings that he has for us now. Do we want to plan for the future? Absolutely. Do we want to have hope for the future? Absolutely. But we have to fight the fight now. We have to be who God's called us to be now. So I I don't understand people when they say, I'm going to come to Christ whenever I have everything taken care of in the future. What are you talking about? If you can't deal with your issue now, life only gets crazier. Can I get an amen on that? It's only going to be harder. There's always going to be that extra thing. There's always going to be that extra extra thing that's going to pop up in our life, and you think that's going to be easier? I'm here to tell you today, the future is going to take care of itself, good or bad. The way we take care of that anxiety is have unapologetic trust in the Lord. I mean, it doesn't matter. You have, to be, you have to be naive enough to be like, hey, it's a healthy naive. It's like, I just trust God no matter what. You know why people have anxiety of the future? Because they can't let go of the control of now. You want control. Control. You can't control something that you can't do for yourself. Who holds your future? Him. So why do we have so much anxiety about what is to come? But we have to make the decisions now that our future is going to be productive because we have Christ in our life. See, that's the difference. We, we don't have to have anxiety of the future if you're doing right now. <laughs> if, you're, if you're wilding out now, you might need to, protect, you need to figure some things out in the future. But when you are secure in the Lord, Knowing that God has my past redeemed, my future secure, and my future, my, my future is secure, and my present is, is redeemed by him, why to worry? Does life and chaos come? Absolutely. But here's the, here's, the, here's the little thing that you have in your life is hope, is trust in the God that will never leave you nor forsake you. We got to delete some things in our life. Psalms chapter 32, verse 8. I will instruct you and teach you the ways you should go. I will counsel you with my loving eye on you. Should we worry about the future if it's God's eyes on us? (laughs) And he will teach us and instruct us. That means there's a process to this thing. That means I have to grow each and every day as I walk into my future with his instruction, and he will tell me the way to go. Deuteronomy chapter 31, verse 8. The Lord himself goes before you and will be with you. He will never leave you nor forsake you. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. The Bible clearly says it right there. He goes before you. So don't be afraid. Don't be discouraged. Who's the man in the Bible that dealt with all these emotions? His name is Noah. <laughs> Noah had to cancel a lot of sounds in his life. You know, Noah, you know, the, the boat never rained before. Didn't know what rain was in this moment. And God says, hey, build this thing called a boat. 
because there's going to be a lot of rain coming. <laughs> Noah, being unapologetically trusting in God, he says, all right, let's do it. But then when he's building his boat, all the people that were around him started talking trash about him. Look at this idiot. Look at this fool. Noah's lost it. You got to think about this. Think about it in the Bible. What if one day I come in and say, hey, I'm going to build a spaceship and we're going to go to Pluto. Is Pluto even a, a planet anymore? We're going to go to Mars. But I'm going to build it right on this stage and you're all going to go with me. Would you look at me and be like, Pastor Eric is in his right mind. <laughs> this guy is thriving right now. You will look at me like, we need counseling with this guy. Somebody bring this guy somewhere, like he's losing it. This is where Noah was. It wasn't random people that were talking trash about him. It was his peers. His people he knew. People that grew up with him. There goes Noah again. Crazy old Noah. This took him a while. What if he's putting something, he's, he's, he's just hammering away, and people passing, like, there's Noah diminishing what God has called them to do. I don't know about you, but Noah was human. They don't say it in the Bible, but if I was Noah, I'd be like, well, maybe I am crazy. <laughs> maybe I am, like, losing it because the opinions of others. But how about this? He, 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 well, I'm pretty sure Noah did some crazy things when he was a kid. And that, oh, that elder in the, in the town was like, you know Noah, that one that used to do that? He was dealing probably with stuff from his past. Or that one person would be like, I knew Noah would not be come up to nothing. He was a loser. You don't think he was dealing with that? How about the future? Noah, all the emotions. I am doing something that has never been done before. All the fear he had. What is rain? <laughs> What is God talking about? He was dealing with all these emotions, but what was one thing that, that Noah didn't, didn't move on was trusting in God no matter what. He didn't let the opinions of others, the opinions of his past, the opinions of his future to de the detour what he was doing right now. He had to be effective now to deal with what was to come. But what if he crippled in the face of his opinions? He probably would have died along with everybody else. Because God's promises are yes and amen. But he listened to the right sound and he got the right outcome. He got the right outcome. And that's what we need to do. Knowing all the ridicule, rejection, diminishing, the fear that he had, God was also giving him on the other side a, a, a sound of salvation, of faith, of endurance, of grace. We need to listen to the right sound. The, 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 the voice that you listen to the most is truly the God in your life. The voice that we listen to the most is the idol that we put up in our life. It's time for us to delete these, these voices and for us to walk in God's grace, forgiveness, mercy, and hope. What's another thing we need to delete in our life? We need to delete the patterns. This one's good. The patterns. If I go like this, you do it together. Come on. 
about? Let me do it first, all right? That's a pattern, right? You're following what I'm doing because it's a, it's a pattern. Now, what if I go like this? I messed up the pattern, right? Here's the thing. There's some patterns that we have in our life that is dictating our life that needs to be interrupted. We do this, we do this, we do this. And in the middle of that, we throw a little sin in there and it becomes our pattern. I'm gonna wake up here. I'm gonna watch this here. I'm gonna go work to here. I'm gonna, it becomes a routine. We are so used to the patterns in life that we don't even know that it's unhealthy. We don't know what's unhealthy. And nothing, can, nothing new can come into your life because it doesn't fit in my box. God is calling you to break the patterns, <laughs> to, to break the unhealthy patterns in your life. We are me- mentally unhealthy because we are dealing with patterns that God has called us to switch up. Maybe if you're doing the same thing over and over and over again, it's not working. Maybe you need to switch some things up. And it could be something super simple. I'm going to wake up 30 minutes early and I'm going to read my Bible. Is that hard? Absolutely. But if you're not doing it now, you're not getting closer, you're not feeling closer to God. Maybe you need to add something to your pattern. Or that TV show that, that is a little ratchet, you know, I'm not saying anything about it, but it's, it's not making you sleep at night because your mind's wandering. It can be even physical things. You got to switch your pattern. We are, called, we are body, soul, and spirit. There are some things in our body, physical, our soul, internally, and spirit that we need to switch up in our life to be healthy in our life. We are all in chaos and out of whack. Maybe we need to switch some patterns around. And it's biblical. We need to switch some patterns. There's a story in the book of John, and I'm going to be done. Judas, remember. In the book of John, there's this man that wanted a healing. And he did the same thing every single day. I mean, he was doing the same pattern and not getting the result he wanted. But guess what he did? He did it again the next day and again the next day and got the same result. Let's go to John chapter 5, verse 1 and 9. It says, after this, there was a feast of the Jews and Jesus went to Jerusalem. Now there was uh, in Jerusalem by the sheep gate a pool in Aramaic called Bethesda, which was, had five roofs and in, and in these lay a multitude of invalid blind, lame, and paralyzed people. One man was there who had been invalid for 38 years. Everybody say 38. Thank you. When Jesus saw him laying there and knew that he has, he's already been there for a long time, he said, do you want to be healed? Jesus knew what he needed, 
But Jesus needed the guy to be real with himself. Jesus knew. I mean, the guy is, he's crippled. It's, it's, it's an obvious thing, God. But he didn't need him to answer him for him to get the approval. He needed him to answer him for him to be real with himself. Do you really want to be healed? We can put that. Do you really want to be healed? A sick man answered him, Sir, I have no one to put me in the pool when the waters is stirred up. And while I am going another step down before me, Jesus said, Get up, take your bed, and walk. At once the man was healed, and he took his bed and walked. 38 years, this man did the same thing every day. Woke up, laid by a pool. When the water starts stirring, he started to go towards the pool. Never made it because other people made it before him. He did it 30 eight years, the same pattern, expecting different results. But then one day Jesus comes to the scene and he's coming to the scene of your life and ask you the simple question, do you truly want what you want? What, what you're asking for, that you're praying for, do, do you really want that? Can you really handle that? And what did the man do? Gave him an excuse. I tried. No, 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 no. Jesus like, I know what you've done for 38 years. And honey, it ain't working. What I need you to understand is, do you truly want to do? Because this is going to take work. And until the man let go of his pattern, God truly came with a miracle. Some of us have been doing the same thing year after year. Going back to the same sin, going back to the same thing, going back to the same. We are at the pool that is never going to heal us, but we're expecting that healing. When the real healing is going to come, when you're being honest with yourself and you will surrender it under the king. Because until the guy until the guy put his eyes on Jesus and not the pool is when the miracle happened. See, we're looking at pools of things that we think is going to fulfill our lives. And we're going back to pools that never are going to fulfill our lives until we actually put our eyes on the one that heals, on the one that delivers, on the one that can change everything in the matter of seconds. We are never going to expect and walk into the thing that we also pray for. It's time to shift the pattern. It's time to delete some things in our life. It's time to delete the patterns and put a pattern of what God wants. And like, how do you do this? You actually get on your knees and you ask God, do you know Jesus wants to talk to you? I know this is a weird thing. This Jesus wants to talk to me? Yes. If he met a guy in the middle of other paralyzed people, imagine the other paralyzed people seeing this man walk. God is an individual God. He meets you at your needs when you need it. Don't you love that about him? 
that there's millions of people in the world, but he can touch me right now with what I'm dealing with? That's the God I serve. Until his eyes were adjusted uh, from the pool to Jesus, his patterns and mundaneness turned into a miracle. So the question I have that he had, I have for you as I close. Do you want to be blank? For that guy was healing. What is the new thing that you want in 2023 that you have to work at it, but you're really asking God for? Do you really want it? Do you really want what comes with it? And if you do, God wants to bless you with it, but there's some things that we have to delete, to control, to all, to delete, to expect, and walk into fresh things in 2024, to leave the old behind. I don't know about you, but the past couple years have been chaos. But God says in his word, he wants to do a new thing. But he also says, do you see it? Because he can do it, but if our attention's not on what he's doing, you're never going to walk into it. He says, I am doing a new thing. Then he says, do you, do you see it? I am making ways in the wilderness. I'm making rivers in, in, the, in the desert. I am doing what I'm calling, I'm calling to do, but do you see it? Do you want to be healed? Do you want the provision? Do you want this? Because it's going to take you being honest with yourself, deleting some things that you have been holding for years, some opinions you've been holding for years, some thoughts you've been holding for years, some sins you've been holding for years, and walk into the true freedom that he has for us. 2024 is going to be miraculous in our lives, but it's, it's you laying down and deleting what needs to be removed in your life. I love this. A pastor said like this. You're not too lost for God to find. You're not too dirty for God to clean. You're not too broken for God to fix. You're not too hurt for God to heal. You're not too far for God to reach. You're not too guilty for God to forgive. You're not too sinful for God to save. Let's get real. And while we get real, let's get free. And walk into what God has called us to do. To control, to alt, to delete, and move forward into the provision that God has for us. Do we have a church that is ready to walk into the promised land? Every head bowed, every eyes closed. There are some areas in our life when it comes to our thoughts, when it comes to the opinions, that we have put a name tag on it and, it's call, and, and you're calling it your identity, which is really what God has called you to delete. Your identity is in everything that he's called you to be in his word. Not what your past is screaming at you, not what your future is, holding, is, is scaring you about. It's time to do something different to walk into something different. Time to delete the patterns, delete the sounds, so we can walk into a healthy, a healthy walk in Christ. Hey, Pastor Eric, there's some opinions that I've held in my life that, that I have made my identity, and today I, I need prayer over. That You just slip your hand here. 
you just deal with others' opinions and it's just plaguing you. Amen, amen. You say, Pastor Eric, are there some things that I need to switch up in my life? I'm going back to things that are, that are becoming patterns in my life and, and I, need, I need a new fresh start. I want my 2024 to be better than 2023. I need a fresh new pattern in my life. That's you, just slip your hand here. Come on, you're all around, you're all around. You're not alone. I'm gonna pray for everybody. God, I pray for each and every person that is in this room, Lord Jesus. I pray right now that you will put the right voices in their life, the right sounds to walk forward in through your word and through the power of your Holy Spirit, God. Lord, give us the courage and the willingness to adjust some patterns that, that have been a little toxic in our lives and to adapt patterns that are going to make us healthy and closer to you, Father. Lord, I pray for people that are holding, that are getting held hostage by thoughts and opinions of the past and the fear of the future. God, I, pr I pray that you give them a peace past your understanding, past their understanding, Father God. That you will give them a strength to move forward in this difficult time as they navigate these feelings, Lord Jesus. Because feelings are real, but you are also real, God. God, I pray right now that we will make decisions, not only in a calendar year in January, but start making decisions today to control to all and to delete some things in our life for us to move forward in a healthy and in a different perspective with a different promise, with a different grace, with a different mercy in 2024, Lord Jesus. And I pray, I pray for a a move of your Holy Spirit in each and every family, God, in this church, Father. Lord, today that we will surrender down all the things we are trying to hold, God, that we can try a new thing for us to experience a new thing. We're going to open our eyes. We're going to see what you are doing all around us. There is blessings each and every moment, God, because you are working. So it's our job to open our eyes to see what you are doing and walk into who you called us to be, God. We put on your identity. We put on your name, Lord Jesus. Give us the strength. Give us the, the, um, the security that we need so we're not going to other things that we don't. And God, today, as we move forward into this Christmas season, God, we will make the main thing the main thing, which is you. In your name we pray. Amen. Come on, Acts Your Church. Put your hands Isn't together. Isn't that an amazing message? If you'd like to help partner with us to push this mission forward here in Lakeland, Florida, you can go to axioschurch.com, and in the giving tab, you can give a one-time donation or a reoccurring gift. We are so thankful for all of you that have decided to join us this morning. We meet every Sunday, and we can't wait to see you next time. Don't forget to like, subscribe, share, turn on your post notifications, make sure you're tuned in to everything that Axios Church has to offer.